Hello, this is Daniel at Emergency Action Planning and the ACT ASAP podcast. That's right, ACT ASAP, as soon as possible. Do it now. Don't wait till tomorrow. By the time tomorrow gets here, it's today. By then, you're probably too late. Today, we are going to look at one thing and one thing only. Pull out, pull out your emergency preparedness checklist. You know that American Red Cross checklist you've been working on? Go to the front page or page number one. On the left-hand column, about two-thirds of the way down under the heading of also, you'll find one item. Learn about emergency plans for your children's school or daycare center. With the COVID-19 going on, many communities are still struggling with trying to figure out what they're going to do with the upcoming 2020-2021 school year. Some county school officials say their children will be going back to the buildings to attend school, and some county officials say their children will not. So regardless of what side of the fence you're on, this is a good time and a good opportunity for you to discover what the county school officials have in place to protect your children in case of an emergency. To help find this out, you can find a script I made and it's identified as the Parent Emergency Evacuation Information. That's right, you know where to find it. Go to www.emergencyactionplanning.com forward slash resources, parent emergency evacuation information. Or you can go to the emergencyactionplanning.com website and look at the blog post which accompanies this podcast. So if you're looking at the parent emergency evacuation information, you'll notice I have it outlined. There's basically five paragraphs on this form. The intent of the form is to identify what the school or the daycare facility that you use will do if they need to evacuate your child from the property. Now, I know you remember that one of the three things that will happen during a disaster or emergency are Number one, you will stay in place until the emergency is over. Number two, you will evacuate because staying in place is not good. And three, you will stay in place until you determine that you need to evacuate because staying in place will place you at jeopardy. Okay, pretty simple, right? The parent emergency evacuation form, like I said, has five paragraphs. On the top is the name of the facility or the school address, contact information, and phone numbers. The second paragraph, which I identify as number one, I know I'm really getting you confused, huh? Is where your children will go if they need to leave the facility on foot. Item number two identifies where the children will be transported to by vehicle if necessary. Item number three identifies the hospital or healthcare facility your child may be transported to if need be. And the last paragraph identifies where your children will be transported by vehicle if there is a major environmental non-confined emergency. Now, based on my past experiences with multiple school boards, 
gotten basically three different answers. Number one, they looked at me like I have horns growing out of my head and they have no clue what I'm talking about. No, I'm not joking. They have no clue what I was talking about. The second answer was, I was told that this information is propriety information and I am not authorized to have this information. And the third result was they gave me the information I'm asking for. So here's what happens depending on which category you fall yourself into. If you get number one, ask who you can speak to to get the information. The person you're talking to might have no clue that there is that information. You don't know. So get the person's name and phone number and call them directly yourself. Do not rely on whoever you're talking to to pass the information on for you. It may not happen. If you get answer number two, that's where they tell you that this is propriety information and you're not authorized to have it. Dang it, you can't have it. Remind them that you are the parent and you are authorized to have this information. Now, the best answer I got from somebody was that they refused to give me this information because they do not want it falling into the hands of terrorists who could use it to harm my children. And, you know, I understood that. I was actually very understandable, and I thanked them for the consideration. Then I reminded them I was a career U.S. Army infantry soldier, and I probably had a higher security clearance than they did. And I asked them again, who do I need to speak to to get the information? Now, at this point, it might be a tug of war here. If the information, if the person you're speaking to is not willing to give you any information, you're probably going to have to escalate this personally by going to the school board. Eventually, you will get the information. And if you get answer number three, thank the person who gave you this information and ask them how often this information is updated when and if any changes are made, and how do you get that information? Because this stuff should be updated periodically, or it should at least be looked at periodically to see if it's still relevant. You know, just like the way you review your emergency action plan periodically to make sure it's still going to work for you. So if your children are physically going back to school, you've already found out what the county school board will do to protect them. If your children are not physically going back to school this year, you at least know what the county school board is planning to do to protect them if and when they do go back to school. And if for some reason, whoever you're talking to has no clue what you're talking about, they think you've beamed in from some different planet, something should really be done to correct that issue. And I'm not gonna place it in your bailiwick to be the advocate to do so, but you know, I would think about it. One thing to keep in mind, it's entirely acceptable to go off script. This workshop and practical exercise that you just went through is intended to identify what would happen to evacuate your children from school or daycare property if need be. It does not cover everything. Feel free to ask the school board or officials to outline all necessary emergency procedures that they have in place to protect your children. Now, this should be a public document and you should have access to it. Till next time, this is Daniel with Emergency Action Planning and the ACT ASAP podcast. 
Be safe.